We're on a mission from God. And now, something completely different. Good morning, I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood-Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis. And I am Pastor Jolly John Lekumski from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois, and Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt, Illinois. And Matt, we've all been waiting all week long. We're just so excited for you to tell us your dumb story. Thanks, John. <laughs> True to life now. Though, I've right? had to narrow it down. Yeah, well, <laughs> and it, it's pretty hard to top your uh, your cheese story from last week when you stole the Gouda or the Camembert. Cotswold. Cotswold. The Cotswold cheese. Yes, Cotswold. <laughs> you and your accomplice, Lynn, <laughs> you drug into it. Poor Lynn. Yeah, she can't even go grocery shopping with you. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, you're just delaying it. Okay, all, all right. So I, I'm going back a ways. I'm okay. going back to the archives here. Okay. Uh, isn't there a proverb or something about the sins of your youth, I think, <laughs> and trying to forget those or Young forgive blood? those? You have sins so, of your youth? So I've got sins of my youth. youth. <laughs> I've got youth despair. So I'm going back. So I, I, I'm not, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm. I'm not so youthful that I can't have an eighth grade son. So our son's okay. in eighth grade, yeah. and, and he's our oldest, and he um, he just went on their eighth grade class trip. So isn't that something? Yeah, so graduated went, from yeah, eighth graduated grade. Yeah, graduated from eighth. Well, yeah, uh, he sure did. So we're very proud of him. He's counting the days till high school. He keeps telling him, "Well, just slow down and you know, enjoy the <laughs> yeah. graduation, yeah. enjoy the summer." But anyway, you know, at that age, you're on to the next thing. But anyway, I was once that age, John, and I when oh, I went man. on my eighth grade class trip to Chicago <laughs> because that's where where eighth graders from St. Louis go for their eighth grade class yeah. trip. They go they, to Chicago. They do it in Illinois, too. That must be the place to That's go. That's the place. You know, they don't go to New Athens. I no. don't know why not. <laughs> Along the beautiful Kaskaskia. Hey, they go when, to Chicago. When we, when we had the, the eclipse, they did come to New Athens. Oh, I bet they did. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah, that but, was the place to be. Normally. yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, and in, in a couple hundred years, they'll do it again when there's a <laughs> eclipse passing through New Athens. Um, so, eighth grade class trip. Um, when I went on my eighth grade class trip, we went uh, by bus, and we went to... Uh, the Palmer House Hilton is where Whoa, we stayed. So wow. I mean, that was pretty fancy schmancy for a it is for, for an eighth, uh, for grade. eighth grader. So we're staying at the Palmer House, and it's on I forget Michigan. It might be right on Michigan Ave. It's on one of those big streets right there in downtown Chicago. Beautiful place, historic building, and we're on like the the eighteenth floor. Pretty nice, dude. Yeah, up there on the not quite the penthouse, but close. Not quite, but close. Yeah, yeah. They don't give eighth graders the penthouse apparently. <laughs> So well, was, I have a suspect there's probably a reason why. Yeah, yeah, here's probably the reason why, John. So we're we're in we're we're it's in the evening and we're goofing around and and we're in, uh, in someone else's room and you know a bunch of us gathered together and and so I, for some reason at the time at least the, the windows could open on the oh, 18th no. floor. Imagine oh, that. No. that. So I don't know why. <laughs> now, so it's not, now I understand why all of the windows, you cannot you open cannot them open anymore. Them. <laughs> it's all because of this story. <laughs> because of what you did when you were an eighth grader. So we, so we had an open window there yep. in downtown Chicago. Um, we also had a box of Twinkies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was just Twinkies. And so we, we unwrapped the Twinkie and we... we we threw it out the window. <laughs> so if, if you throw a Twinkie at an 18-story window, yeah. guess what the Twinkie does? Probably. I don't know. You tell me. 
It bounces. Oh, you're kidding. I, I, I kid you not. No, it bounces about three stories. It'll bounce. <laughs> oh, that's almost worth it. We got to go and find an 18 story. No, I want to throw it off KFUO's radio yeah, tower. See go. what happens. Okay. <laughs> Gary it Duncan, bounces. can we do that? Um, so, anyway, it bounces. So, yeah. so we, we threw a couple out the window onto Michigan Avenue or whatever it was. We didn't hit anyone. And that wasn't the point. We weren't trying to be malicious. Sure. We were just being dumb. Um. Uh, so then we hear this oh. knock on the door. And it's a, it's a security guard. And it says, I, I, someone reported they saw a Twinkie coming out this window. <laughs> Which I suspect is the first time in his life as a security guard he ever said that. I know. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you know, we're we're all petrified. He's yeah. eighth graders and we don't know what to do. We just kind of stand there. He comes in and he starts to search the room. <laughs> and he, he looks under the bed and he goes, Aha, empty box of Twinkies. <laughs> so so we were busted. We were we were in trouble and uh yeah, I lived out the rest of the tw- trip without any Twinkies. It was <laughs> it was bad enough, but so you know, I was grounded the rest of the night. You know, yeah. thankfully they didn't send us back home to St. Louis. They we were merciful to us, but uh, that's uh, that's my dumb story. <laughs> I, I never imagined I'd be sharing that live <laughs> on KFU <KPO> Radio <laughs> worldwide. <laughs> mind you, KFU Radio, but so, there it is. If you see Matt on the street, make sure he doesn't have Twinkies with him. <laughs> Because you don't know what he might do with them. <laughs> I've got a Twinkie and I know how to use it. So. <laughs> That's right. It's <laughs> my dumb story, Jeff. Okay. All right. Matt, I think you really need to think of something that's a little more current. <laughs> I suspect if you started with Twinkies, who knows what you're doing. You know, I, I've noticed that both our dumb stories revolved around food. I don't know. <laughs> Is there a connection there? Uh, so we want to talk again about some dumb people in the Bible, although... <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It is what God does for dumb people in the Bible. Yes. We, we we ended with kind of a sad story. God dispersed these people. It was an act of love. It was to keep them from doing even greater harm and evil and wickedness. But now we move to Acts chapter two, which is a story about a whole bunch of dumb people, and, and what God does, I suppose, in response to how He confused language. He He wanted to do something to kind of reverse. So so He punishes. But he wants to do something to kind of reverse this curse that came from Babel. I'm ready to read. You want me to just start at the first verse there, Matt? Or sure. No? And I, okay. I think it's interesting to note. So when you had the day of Pentecost, and you, yeah. we celebrate that every year, sometimes it gets overlooked. And yeah. we've talked about how probably because it's not commercialized enough, nope, nope. <laughs> the the world around us just ignores it. But the church celebrates oh, oh, it. By the way, I'm glad you mentioned that because I do have a proposal so we can boost Pentecost. You know, because what we were thinking about, like having dove soap sure, sponsored yeah, or something. Yeah, the dove. Sure. But but I found out the Jews they actually have a great way because they have they have a festival on that same day, Shavuot. It's called, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and they serve ice cream. <laughs> Seriously? Seriously, yeah. It's Kosher a, ice cream. It's a dairy festival, huh. and so you can have cheesecake, ice cream, uh, no hamburgers because you can't mix the beef and the, 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 the milk. Dairy, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, so maybe we need to talk to Ted Drews. And well, say, I hey, think so. We get this whole ice cream tradition going on with uh, Pentecost. You know, I mean, we kept some of the Jewish traditions. Why did we not keep that why one? Did we, why did we throw the ice cream one yeah. out the window? Okay, so anyway, I'm sorry. I interrupted you there. But, well, that's... But, uh, that's fantastic. Okay. We so, gotta we gotta work on this. So next year, people, the ice cream, cheesecake, anything with dairy, I, I think that might be. We need to stay on top people. of this. That's no? good. Okay. I'm sorry, go ahead. 
But when when you had Pentecost, yes. it, what was was this the Old Testament reading the Tower it, of Babel? Was. was that the one? It okay, was. we're okay. doing the one year lectionary, and yeah, they, these two, two things are paired: Pentecost and the story of the Tower of Babel, and rightly so. Okay, I think good. So, so we yeah. heard last week Old Testament. This would be the second reading. What we're going to hear this week. Right. So right. so we're in Acts chapter two. Uh, well, let's begin with verse okay. one. Uh, when the day of Pentecost, or Shavuot in the Hebrew, uh, arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting with Twinkies. No! no. Wait a second. <laughs> no, that's not in there. I'm sorry. No, it's no. It's a variant in the text, the Greek text. <laughs> yeah. What's the Greek word for Twinkie? <laughs> I don't know. And divided languages, uh, divided tongues, I'm sorry, <laughs> as a fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Okay, good. Well, let's stop right, there. Right. So, so th- as you noted, the, the day of Pentecost, that's not a that's not a, a new thing in the New Testament. So this is this is already a festival that the Jews would yes, be celebrating. Yes. So 50 days or so after Passover, right. Right? right? So they're already Jews from around the known world gathered together in Jerusalem for the temple is to celebrate the day of Pentecost. And and, and I don't know, I, I, I'm not sure when this happened. I, I have not done my historical study. I, I know the Old Testament refers to this festival, and it is a harvest festival. But at some point in the tradition of the Jews, it became a celebration of Mount Sinai, where God gives them the Torah. Mm-hmm. That's what Shavuot is today. Uh, um, and maybe because they were going to the land of milk and honey, that's why it's also a dairy festival. A dairy. And I, swear, oh. I don't know, but it's just... Throw out a little bit of trivia there. That's good. Uh, celebrating the coming, the coming of the law. I appreciate that because I think a lot of people just make this assumption that the Pentecost is just, this is the origin of no, no, yeah. Pentecost. And, and while this is certainly unique and this is special and this is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, yes, you know, this is sort of the, the New Testament Pentecost, right? It, there's a history behind it, right. and I think that's important to, to know. That's why too. they're all there. They didn't come exactly. because they knew the Holy Spirit was coming. They no. came because they were having this festival. So this is a surprise. You know, Jesus had promised the Holy Spirit time and time again, that, that helper that's going to come. Uh, but yet, even his followers seem in awe of what's happening here. Well, think about it, Matt. Forty days, you know, Jesus ascended into heaven, so it's been ten days and nothing's happened. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. And they're told to stay there in the city and... Yeah, they're staying in the city, yeah, but a week and a half later, and we're still not seeing any action. Yeah, so they're they're all together in one place. I think it's interesting. It doesn't say who's together, so I think we can safely assume it's the the eleven apostles plus the the new twelfth apostle Matthias yeah. who replaced Ju- Judas, uh, but perhaps others too, perhaps other followers of of Christ as well gathered there together. Although later on, doesn't it specify the twelve? I think that some point yeah. So we know yeah. they're there. Yeah, but perhaps others. I would too, think the hundred and twenty at least. So yeah. there's hundred twenty. Think about that. Yeah. There's only about a 120 Christians in the world yeah. at this time. That's pretty amazing. The, the normal attendance for our church. Yeah. 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 That's it. So, That's yeah. it. So they, they're in this mi- they hear this mighty rushing wind that filled the entire house where they were sitting. Uh, one of the things I picked up on this time when I, when I reflecting on the day of Pentecost is this. Some guys do reflect people. Don't, <laughs> yes, don't take yeah, that away from us. We can yes. reflect. That's right. Go ahead. <laughs> So I ref- were you eating a Twinkie I, when I, you were I, doing this? Most likely I was. Okay. Uh, so reflecting... Like Ted Drew's ice cream. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'll, it doesn't up. hurt. Oh, a good concrete flavor. Twinkie <laughs> flavor. 
Ding dong flavor. Okay, so the the, the word house there. They're yes. all in one house. Yes, yes, yes. So the Greek word there is is oikos. Okay, which just means house, house, right? Yeah. So it could be someone's residence. That yeah. that, that word's used that way in the Gospels. Uh, in the Gospels, it's also used for for the house, God's house, yes. you know, the temple. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some have speculated that this house was that same house they gathered in for the Last Supper, the, upper, the room. upper room. Yeah. Um, it looks like this house probably has a lot of space in it because as, as we see this take place, but but it's a house, and I think that's sort of interesting that that's where the Holy Spirit comes and and comes audibly and visibly too. Sort of interesting. Now the connection I want to make to that is okay. Because you're looking at me puzzled. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, it doesn't work anymore, does it? Oh, no. oh, I dude. snuck in here and disabled have the a point. have a point sound effect. <laughs> I got to get Gary to get that fixed. Go ahead. But I, I, the, the connection is, well, think about our the, the Lord's house that we gather in. Ah, yes. Right. Yeah. So so whether it's St. Paul's or Trinity or Ascension or whatever the house of the Lord we gather in, the Holy Spirit is no less at work there in those houses, too. Uh, the Holy Spirit at work through his, anytime his, well, what does the catechism say? He, he, he calls us by the gospel. Yeah. He enlightens us. He sanctifies us. He keeps us in the true faith. So anytime, as we'll see, God's word is shared, as it is here, and as Peter will in just a few verses, the Holy Spirit is at work in that house. And that, that, house. that, that makes it the house of God, doesn't it? See, yeah. exactly. So it's not the house of God just because it's got a steeple on it. No, it's the house Good of point. God because yeah. of, of what occurs. People gathering around the means of grace, word, and sacrament. That's what makes the house of God the house of God, the work of the Holy Spirit through those means. Could be a, could be a storefront. Could Amen. Be, could be in the sewers of Rome. It yes. doesn't matter. Yes. It becomes a house because... Yes. Where God is there and the Spirit is there. Yeah, so I, I shared a story when I was preaching on the day of Pentecost and of some of our new Americans. So we have yeah. we have a number of, of refugees who are members of Ascension where I serve. Um, they're from Nepal and from Bhutan. Uh, they're people who are basically been pushed around yeah. pretty much their whole lives yeah. and unwanted and unwelcomed. And yet, here they've come to the United States, forced to leave their home country, come here to the United States, to St. Louis in particular, and to find a place of welcome in the Lord's house. To find a house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To find a house. And the Lord, oh, his house, he welcomes He welcomes people of all nations, as we're going to see in just a few verses, right? Um, but there's one story where I was invited to this first birthday yep. party, and uh, I, I've got a point, all right? So... <laughs> So, so we get this. Seven- you fixed that. that that's, you're the one that messed up that sound effect. You're on to me. Right. So we we were invited to this birthday party, and it's on. They give us their address on Yates Street here in, in St. Louis, yeah. and and it sounds familiar because it's that that's where my great grandma lived on Yates Street in really? St. Louis. Yeah, okay. that's kind of cool. So so we pull up to this this house um, that that these these two uh, Nepali refugees had, had just purchased Arun and Dolma. They, they worked their tails off to, to purchase a little house over near River de Pair, if you're familiar with St. Louis. And we pull up to the house, and here it is, lo and behold, it is great grandma's old oh, house. Oh, you're kidding. I couldn't believe it. Oh, my it. goodness. You know, wow. the, the lawn that I cut, you know, as, as a younger kid. This is where you kid. were a kid. And, oh, yeah, wow. you know, we go inside and it's the same living room we visited in and the same dining room where we ate Ted Drew's. Um, and here, it was just kind of surreal. And here now, it's the house of this refugee family. And it, they're celebrating the birthday party. It's a full house. There's balloons everywhere. They've got rice and they've got spicy Nepali food. They've got a goat that was just slaughtered earlier that morning <laughs> for us to eat. And uh, this feast prepared. And they're singing songs. And and they're Christian songs. Aww. And, uh, you know, I think of our birthday celebrations. We might have a little 
round of God's blessings to you tacked on to the, you know, the, after happy, after birthday, happy birthday. Yeah. And we think we're doing pretty good. And that is good. But they're, they're, they're belting out Christian songs before the party. And uh, just that, that picture of these people who many of them, former Hindus, now yeah. Christians. Yeah. And uh, a the Spirit was there, a Spirit-filled house, uh, as we see this Holy Spirit filling this house on the day of Pentecost. And it just, it just struck me. But that's not just unique to, to refugees and and uh, moving stories like that and, and my grandma's house, but, but any of our homes, right? You know, anytime parents and grandparents, they share the word with their children and with each other, and they gather together in prayer, the Holy Spirit's at work in that house, too. The Holy Spirit's no less at work in that house, your house, my house, our listeners' homes, uh, than he was on that day of Pentecost. Anytime that word is shared, the Spirit is at work. And, and, and here's the really scary thing, yeah. considering that it's you and me. Right now, where these words are going out to people's houses, the Spirit is present oh, there wow. as well. Yeah, And Think trust me, that. it has nothing to do with nope. Matt and I. <laughs> Honest <laughs> to God, no, but it has to do with the fact that we're dealing with the Holy Scripture. Amen. Yeah. So, at, isn't that beautiful? And it, it, it has nothing to do with us two dumb guys, right? It's it's just that the word is present, the spirit is at work. Yeah. yeah, the spirit at moving. And I think that's so important. We might not hear the rushing wind. We might not see the tongues of flames. Uh, but uh, anytime the word is present, that word centered in Christ, as we'll see in Peter's sermon, the spirit is most certainly at work. And and, and I'm glad you brought that up because we, we won't get to it this week. You're going to have to come back again next week. I'm sorry we're making you listen. Are you going to have another dumb story? Oh, yeah, I have another yeah, dumb no. story if you want it. Uh, uh, but, no, we but, want it. But, but the question is, so hot, because you're right. So we had a sound of a rushing wind. We had tongues of fire. Is that what's necessary to be sure that the Spirit is there in your house? Well, Peter actually answered that question yeah. at the end of the text, but that's for later. Because some will say you need it, right? Well, that's you know, right. Some, some will say, say you need it in, in your, your house of worship, even, yeah, for the yeah. Spirit to really be at work. you got to be speaking in tongues or doing something real some kind of outstanding sign, something, or some yeah, kind of yeah, visible yeah, yeah. sign. Well, we'll go to Peter and say, Peter, what do you think is necessary to be sure you got the Holy Spirit there? Oh, with good. You? Well, we'll do that okay. next week. Good. Yeah, next okay. Week. All right. More on this, or should we keep on going here? Well, I think so. What, what do we got? We got the, the sound of the wind, yep, and yep. it's it sound of a rushing wind. I, I, right. I wonder what that sounded like. I always I think of uh, you know when a tornado comes through. Oh yeah, what do people always say? It's got train. It sounds like a freight train. Yeah. You know, well they don't know what a train sounded like because there weren't trains around yet. <laughs> That's true. So it says rushing wind. <laughs> that they knew. But maybe it was that freight train sound. I don't know. Yeah. Like a tornado like, yeah. but this rushing wind. Um, I, I don't know. So I'm just I'm just I'm just speculating here, <laughs> uh, but then we also have the these tongues of fire and and resting on them, and I think that you've even brought up before, John. You know, maybe maybe they're on their heads, but maybe I think you brought up, maybe they're coming out of their mouths. Oh, their tongues. Is that kind of a cool their idea? Tongues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and I do want to keep in our theme. These are dumb guys, by the way, that this is happening to. Yes. These are the very people who didn't believe Jesus could come back from the dead. In fact, they they fled when Jesus was seized. Uh, one of them actually denies that he even knows who Jesus is three times. So these are all dumb guys this is happening to yes it's not like these are your top-notch christians here god says i'm going to give you a reward because you've been so faithful no these are the people that constantly have not had any understanding which makes sense smart people probably don't need the spirit but dumb guys really need him a lot <laughs> and that's what they point out in this account the other people who see and hear this they're like these are dumb guys from galilee <laughs> they are what's going exactly. on here it can't be them <laughs> So, well, they, shall I read that then? Because I, I never thought of it that way. But you're essentially saying there's no way these guys can know anything. Sure. So they're filled with the Spirit. 
speaking with tongues, other languages in this case, certainly. So go ahead. Yeah, verse 5. So now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at the sound, the multitude came together, and they were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished, saying, just what you said, are not all these who are speaking Galileans? This is not the brightest, uh, this is not yeah, the sharpest so, knives in the drawer. Yeah, see, so, so they're in Jerusalem, right? Yeah. And these are these, these pious Jews coming for the festival of Pentecost to the big city of Jerusalem where the temple's at and the most learned people are at. These guys, these disciples of Jesus, they're not from Jerusalem or even from the region of Judea. They're from up north in Galilee. Yeah. These are guys who are fishermen and others and Stinking tax collector, too, for crying out loud, named Matthew. And how could these guys, of all people, be speaking in these languages? That's right. They're they, dumb they, guys. They can probably barely speak their own language. <laughs> That's um, the perception you get, huh? So how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians and Medes and Idumites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians, we hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. Not bad for a dumb guy, huh? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I got through those names. I practiced that, man. I'm just glad you're the one reading this week, Joe. <laughs> yeah. And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others mocking said, they are filled with new wine. Yeah, they're either dumb or drunk. We don't know what which it is. <laughs> but it's, as we'll, well see. Well, but, but more dumb guys, because honestly, that would not be a smart explanation that they're drunk. Drunk people don't even speak their own language yeah. really well. Well, I, I hear, and maybe you know more about this too, but yeah. I hear that this, this festival of Pentecost is sometimes... You know, it is a celebration, and there's dairy and all those other yeah. things, but then sometimes it was the fruit of the vine involved, too. Oh, well. So yeah, maybe yeah. maybe it was a comment to enjoy a little wine, but as we'll see, Peter reminds him, wait a second, it's a little too early for it's that, actually, even even it, during Pentecost. That's actually the theme of our show. That that, that's our verse. That's yeah, our, theme, our verse. theme verse. Yeah, that's coming up here. Is there any more about this, well, or do you want yeah, to move on, or go well, ahead? If, yeah. you, if you don't mind. Yeah. No, no, we so, got plenty yeah, of time. We're, gonna, we're meeting again next okay. week. Okay, well, in that case, sure. So I think as we as we look at that list of nations that that you so masterfully got yourself through there, so it's, it's twelve different nations. So that that's ah. kind of that's kind of cool. That's kind of significant. We think of the twelve apostles, like and we one think for each of apostle. yeah, yeah. We think of the twelve tribes. So we yeah. it's kind of the whole earth being yeah. represented yes, here. Yes, all nations, all nations. And in addition to that, it covers three different continents. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So it's really sort of the known world here that we're okay. dealing with. You know, we're, we don't we leave off Australia and Antarctica and these other continents, <laughs> but those three continents like Europe, Asia, and Africa that are right there. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're all represented. They're all, yeah, they're all represented. Okay. And some are mainlands, and some are coastlands. So I mean, really, in just this this sort list, we sometimes just kind of skip over because it's hard to pronounce. We really see that it's, I think, emphasizing all nations, you know, continents, peoples, languages, all nations. And, 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 and excuse me, emphasizing that the curse is still there because they're all yeah, have different oh, languages. Yeah. yeah, we want to go back to that, that whole entire yeah. Babel thing. The curse is still there, but yet now God reverses that curse so that it can be brought together, the name proclaimed. But yet, I, I keep in mind... God wanted the whole earth to be filled, right? Yes. So they're yes. brought together, they hear Jesus, but then these people, presumably, yeah, they're going to still disperse. You know, yeah. They're not going to build a tower now in Jerusalem, now that they have this knowledge. They're going to go back. 
as, as God commanded originally even, and, and spread that gospel, presumably, of, of what they heard about Jesus. That, that, that's a cool thought. So we're not, we haven't reversed the curse in terms that they all speak the same language, because the danger would be, well, let's just hang out yes. here. Yes. So they still want to go back to where they're going to be comfortable as with God commanded. people. Yep. But, but now you're right. Now they're going to be united with one single word. Right? Yes. Okay. And we need to talk about what that word is then when we come back next week. Sounds good. Okay. Another dumb story and... And more of the word of God. Perfect. What else do you need? I know what's not to like. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. We'll see you next week. This has been Wrestling Wrestling with with the the basics. Basics.